Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Eidelman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Eidelman Unplugged. Everyone, welcome to this next episode of Eidelman Unplugged. You know, wish there was a more um, joy-filled topic and, and something that is um, exciting and but sometimes we have to talk about the difficult things. And I released an article. I'm going to read mainly from it. Could this be the primary cause behind mass shootings? And as always, you know, our prayers go out to the families that are involved in, in mass shootings, especially schools and involving little children. And it's just devastating. And I was, as I was working on this article, I read where the FBI reported that there were 61 active shooter incidences reported. Are you ready for this? Not in the last decade, but in 2021, which is a 52% jump from 2020. If we compare this since Columbine, you know, the first major one that I can recall, the trend is alarming. And is your, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but I'm uh, recording it right after that uh, fatal uh, shooting at that uh, elementary school in Texas. Probably think there was around, I think, 19 children, 21 people total. And we have to ask, you know, what in the world is going on? Obviously, I mean, this is, this is um, an epidemic. I mean, we never heard of this when I was growing up. I don't know how old you are, but it was not commonplace. You know, there would be um, murdering and, and violence, of course, but just at, at this level, it, it was just unprecedented. And I, I can't, you know, grab on to the article, or not article, <laughs> but the um, the concept about guns, because there were a lot of guns uh, 30, 40, 56 years ago when our nation was first conceived. You know, pretty much every single person owned a firearm or two or three, and we don't hear about these things uh, very often. And uh, the whole point of the Second Amendment was for people to be able to defend themselves. So I want to be careful here because on one hand, you know, those who are wanting to get rid of guns, they're looking through a different set of lenses. The, the idea is get rid of guns and violence. Now, if that were possible... If, if we could, we could curtail violence and our families would be better. I think most of us would jump into that uh, other than the fact of, you know, second amendment and the whole point really of the second amendment was to protect its citizens from the government. But that's a whole different topic. The point of the gun issue, the gun debate is you can't legislate morality. Um, you know, Cain and Abel, Cain used a rock. Uh, other people have used vehicles, uh, bombs. You know, there I think of Timothy McVeigh in Oklahoma. You know, people are set to destroy. They will destroy. So the problem, though, with the gun debate is let's let's say, you know, nobody owns guns. Well, as we all know, criminals can get any everything from drugs to illegal uh, arsenals to whatever. And so now you're actually equipping them with more weaponry because they know, oh, now people can't have guns. So that, that I think that's going to make them more bold, more brazen. Uh, you, I mean, look at Chicago, you know, the, these places that have the highest, um, uh, the highest rate of people 
uh, I'm sorry, the highest rate of legislation banning guns is the best way to say that. But yet it's it's increasingly uh, um, uh, the violence is increasing, you know, it's pretty much month by month if you look at the charts. And then, of course, you could go to Idaho, Wyoming, um, open carry, and you just you just don't have those issues. You have, I know in Israel, the schools with armed guards with AK-47s or ARs, whatever they use, you know, that you're not going to see those shootings. Um, and so I think having, uh, obviously, people on campus that can protect our children is not a bad idea because getting rid of guns actually is going to provoke those with guns, criminals, to do more, more bad things, I believe. Now, I also believe, though, in someone who has a, a background in firearms and went through safety courses, and you, you've got to have a better process to vet these people. Let's say an 18-year-old kid wants to buy an AK-47 or AR-15, I guess I should say. It's probably more reasonable. Okay, why does he want to buy it? What's the, you know, is there a psych evaluation? Is there a background check? Uh, can you call references? Just like we we check people. So I think there could be a better process in which we uh, check people. I think we have a moral responsibility. I think those of us, you know, saying, well, no, you know, it's about our rights. Well, you also have those with rights have moral responsibility. We have to remember that it's not our rights, our rights, our rights. They don't trump moral responsibility or what is right. So I would err on the side of let's vet, let's vet these people a little bit more. And if the people don't want to be vetted, well, that tells you a lot, doesn't it? So anyway, what in the world is going on? In short, our nation has rejected God and we are reaping the whirlwind. This is exactly what happens when there is no fear of the Lord in this place. There's a shelter. There's a covering when God is honored. Doesn't mean everyone is a Christian. We have prayer in schools. We have the Bible in schools and there are still bad people and evil things happening. But I believe it sets a tone. It, it sets an atmosphere where God is feared and um, there, there's a covering, I believe. And just as water rapidly eroded the banks of the mighty Colorado River and created a vast Grand Canyon, America's current belief system of rejecting God and not fearing God has eroded our foundation and it has created a moral void. And if you want the a lot of the notes I'm speaking on here, uh, just go to my website, shaneidleman.com and type in, could this be the primary cause behind mass shootings? And my article should come up. And I was reminded, writing this as uh, the words of founding father Robert Winthrop, men must be controlled either by a power within them, you know, the fear of God, or by a power without them, either by the word of God or by the strong arm of man, either by the Bible or by the bayonet. You see... When a culture doesn't have God, you can think of the Roman Empire, the Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Mede, the Persian. I mean, any any group of people without God, without the fear of God, is destined to crumble from within, to destroy themselves. And I, 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 I it's been a while since I looked this up, but I believe it was Arnold Toynbee who did a, he was a historian, and he did a study on all the civilizations that have fallen, and 19, I believe, or of the 22 civilizations in all of history, 19 of them have collapsed when uh, when they reached the decadence that America is in today. And that was actually written in the 1960s. So, you know, we're, we're on some very thin ice here, and it requires, um, well, let me get to that in a minute. The, the answer is, is actually pretty simple, but it's not easy. Um, you know, interesting enough, 
the stability of America is one of the top concerns of the mind, on the minds of many of us. And there was a time in recent history when we felt secure knowing that our most formidable enemies were abroad. Not so today. Our enemies are within our gates. And we, like the mighty Roman Empire that clapped centuries ago, are crumbling from within. We can no longer attempt to be one nation above God. We must be one nation under God. Scripture identifies this being above Above God as foolishness, self-exaltation, and arrogance, the downfall of nations. Now, I can hear it now, but Shane, we can't legislate morality. We can't force things on people. I agree, but we also can't capitulate and let's remove God from everything because we don't want to offend anyone. This is ridiculous. He should, this establishment, Congress shall make no law establishing a religion nor prohibit the free exercise thereof. The establishment clause is you shouldn't establish a national religion. Well, you can't do, we're not doing that, but we can recognize the sovereign hand of God that has led our nation all these years and that has caused us to succeed. Um, and for those who bring up the question about slavery and our, our American, our America's Christian heritage, download my book for free. One Nation Above God, One Nation Above God at westsidechristianfellowship.org. And I've got page after page of all the founding fathers who abhorred the practice of slavery. So we need to get our information correct before we dialogue with people. So on this article, I had a headline, Don't Pull Up the Roots. There's a saying that one generation plants trees for the next generation. I'm concerned that instead of planting, we are removing and destroying the roots. As a result, our legacy as a great and noble nation has all but been forgotten. For instance, most schools no longer teach students about the spiritual foundation that has guided America through her throughout her history. See, that is so important. Even the Supreme Court in Vidal, Vidal versus uh, Gerdard's, executors, they said, why not the Bible, especially the New Testament, be read and taught as divine revelation in the schools where the purest principles of morality can be learned so clearly and perfectly from the New Testament. Man, if we don't need to bring God back in our schools, I don't know what to tell you. And see, that's, that's where we, we've kind of capitulated. Now, again, I don't know what the answer is. You can't force it, cram it down people's throat. But our silence has, has speaked volumes over the last 50 years, removing God from our schools. We have to say nothing is working. Let's bring back the fear of the Lord that has has the power to shape the mind of young adults. And consequently, as a result of removing God, America's moral and religious heritage is often deleted, grossly distorted, distorted, or revised altogether. Students often miss the critical connection between America's unparalleled greatness because we put God first. And as we all know, the ideas of the classroom in one generation will create the ideas of society within the next. And this is exactly what is happening today. There is no fear of God in this place. And as we all know, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And so, you know, but with mass shootings, another problem is that many are becoming desensitized by movies and video games that depict depict ungodly themes. You know, if you're focusing on witchcraft, the occult, extreme violence, perverted sex, and so on, it's going to influence your mind. And mass shootings are demonic. For example, there's, I think it was, I don't remember, it was the army base in 2011. Um, you know, the guy was, was involved in watching Call of Duty 
um, all the time. This guy, I think it said he watched Call of Duty and you've got these games, even Fortnite. And, you know, I know millions of kids play it and they're not going to go shoot people. I got it. But it doesn't put a good image in their minds. It doesn't send the right message. Uh, just, but I understand we want kids to be familiar with firearms. Some of you do, some don't. Okay. But those who do, you know, r- real life situations. Okay. I can see once in a while, prepare, train, but this is just, this is entertainment. We're killing people for entertainment. Grand theft auto. You can have sex with the prostitute. You can set her on fire and then take back the money. Folks, give me a break for anyone to assume that there isn't a pattern here is either naive or grossly out of touch with the culture and God's word. Of course, there's a connection. We, we, we didn't feed our mind with these things 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. I mean, well, 20 years, probably. I'm thinking of the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, it started to slowly creep in with all from pornography to and Hustler and Playboy and all these things. And then more violent, more violent, more violent. So we are reaping the whirlwind. And uh, yeah, the Star Tribune, I believe it was, they reported that the Texas shooter, uh, Salvador Rolando Ram, Ram, uh, Ramos, uh, was playing, um, you know, Fortnite and Call of Duty and just getting really dark and demonic. And so, um, let's see, got another point here I want to make that's important. Um, well, let's just, the bottom line is I'm going to keep sounding the alarm and so should you. We do it in love. We do it with grace. We do it with humility. And I've been saying, how many times have you heard me say this? Have you been following the ministry here? Without a massive spiritual awakening, the violence in our country will only get worse. Folks, it's not a gun problem. It's a sin problem. It's not, we don't need more laws and legislation. We don't need this and that. Although again, better, better vetting process, the family unit getting back together, fathers leading in the homes, fathers, a lot of these kids come from fatherless homes or the father's not involved. And and we see a massive impact on fathers, even in this area. But without that spiritual awakening, this violence is only going to get worse. We have to prepare our families. We have to pray though to God. And we can also learn from King Josiah in the Old Testament. He read God's word and it talked about the condition of the nation, which is not unlike ours today. And he repented. He asked God for intervention. And and there's a lot of hope in what God said to him. God said, because your heart was tender, Josiah, and you humbled yourself, I heard your cry and answered your prayer. And for a short season, God stayed his hand of judgment. You can read 2 Kings 22. That whole chapter is incredible. So the cure for violence has never changed. It's humility, love for others, repentance, and fearing God. And our cry must resemble Isaiah's cry. From Isaiah 64, oh God, would you rend the heavens? And there must be a pleading, there must be a praying, there must be a petitioning, there must be a persevering. God, would you come down? Even the mountains might shake at your presence. And like any parent, God hears the cries of his children. And would be to God that America would tremble again at the presence of God and that we would fear him. And if we could just bring that back and not, not to the masses, but if my people call by my name, if we just humble ourselves and pray and cry out to God, I believe God is in the minority, not the majority. The remnant plus God is the majority, and we need to never, ever forget that. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org 
or shaneidleman.com. Again, my name is Luke Duncan, and I am your host of Idleman Unplugged. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Idleman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.